Hello lovelies and welcome back to You'll Be Fine podcast. My name is Blair and I'm your host. If you haven't been here yet, welcome. Today we're talking about astrology. So my inspiration for um, today's episode is really just my uh, co-workers and friends asking me a lot about astrology and um, their questions really inspired me to put together this episode to make it very simple, give you some information. And, um, you know, if you want to get into astrology, I can give you some of the basics and you can dig deeper. So I'm no astrolog- astrologer. I'm not certified or anything, but I have read about it a lot and I am um, in a lot of astrology communities on social media. Well, I, I'm not in them, in them, but I do pay attention to them. So I, you know, I've picked up some stuff along the way. Um, so if you would like to look at your placements or um, the planets in your chart or your the signs for each planet... Uh, While I talk about these things, you can go on astro.com or astroseek.com, plug in your birth date, uh, your birth data, and um, generate your birth chart or natal chart, and you will um, get to follow along while I describe the houses, the signs, the planets, and everything like that. Before we get into that, though, um, we we have to acknowledge um, that the astrology we know and love is um, based off of sidereal or Vedic astrology. Um, it's Eastern traditionally, and um, we have Westernized it. Uh, and we do have our own version, which is tropical astrology. So it is simplified and it does kind of um, take away from the origins of astrology, but it is still helpful. We just have to acknowledge um, that it is derivative of, you know, Eastern Vedic astrology. So when you're entering your birth data, just make sure you select tropical chart um, because there is also whole sign or draconic or Vedic or sidereal. So just make sure you click on tropical if there's an option there. So you got your chart. You're looking at your chart, right? And people are asking you, What's your sign? So your answer to that question will be your sun sign. Although horoscopes are traditionally based upon your rising sign. So if you are reading horoscopes and they do not resonate with you at all, I would try looking for your rising sign if you know what your rising sign is. Now, if you don't have your birth time or if you don't know your birth time within 20 minutes, you won't have an accurate rising um, but it's not the end of the world. Uh, your rising is important, but you know you still have some some little um, details in your birth chart that will stay consistent. All right. So someone asks you what's your sign, and you tell them your sun sign. But why is the sun sign so important? So your sun sign is one of your big three, and your big three kind of makes up most of what people see out of you. Um, when you're interacting with others. So that would be your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign or ascendant. Um, They're interchangeable. So when people want to know your sun sign, they want to know this because your sun sign describes your basic nature and the personality traits that remain constant through the ups and downs of life. 
The sun sign describes the particular way that you're vital or powerful in life. So it's basically your self-expression and it kind of intertwines with your rising sign as well as your moon sign. But the difference between the sun and the rising is the rising or ascendant placement determines the layout of your entire house system in your birth chart. Um, The rising marks the beginning of your first house, which signifies the native self, physical body, character, and appearance. It's your personality and the first things people notice about you. So when, when they say that it marks the beginning of your first house, they're talking about when you're looking at your natal chart, it's split into pieces of pie, right? And the first piece of pie is the first house so what your rising does it sets the tone for the rest of your chart and tells you what sign each house is in which also affects how each planet in each house is expressed some of your houses won't have planets in it but that's okay um it's still important to know so after you figure out your sun and rising you'll also see your moon sign which is very important Your moon sign is your emotional expression as well as your emotional needs. So within your moon sign, you can see how you ask others to nurture you and also how you nurture others and what you appreciate when it comes to your emotions. So we got your big three down, right? Your sun, moon, and rising. But those aren't the only planets that play a role in who you are. There are generational planets, there's outer planets, and there's more personal planets that also play a role. So we also, an additional, in addition to your big three, we have your Mars, Venus, and Mercury. Um, so your Mars sign is the planet of energy. So your Mars dictates kind of how you direct your energy, how you um, take in energy. It sheds light on your sexuality, your drive, what excites you, what lights you up, and what um, what you do to fulfill the things that excite you. It also shows you how you cope with anger and also how you express it. It also shows your determinism and your courage. So, following Mars, you got your Venus. Um, these are no in particular order. I just wrote them out this way. But um, there, there are different speeds in which the planets move, and that does affect how much they affect uh, your day-to-day life. But we won't get into aspects this episode. I will not bore you guys with too much detail. <laughs> Um, although it is very interesting, it's very hard to grasp all of it. So I'm going to give you guys, um, layer by layer. So it's not too hard to digest, but your Venus placement, um, is where Venus falls on your chart. And Venus is the planet of love, romance, money, beauty, art, And also, um, Venus shows how you express your desires and your passions, also what you value and how you relate and, um, relate to and experience 
pleasure. So it influences how you socialize, relate to, and attract others as well. So your Venus placement, um, if you have strong Venus energy, you probably attract a lot of people, a lot of lovers. You probably um, attract a lot of material items, a lot of money, um, or, you know, you love a life of luxury. Um, just because if you're like a Taurus and you're you're ruled by Venus, then you attract Venetian things and you just can't help it. You a luxurious, luxurious ass person and that's okay. So also what's important is your Mercury. Mercury is the messenger planet of communication, coordination, creative expression, and information processing. It's also uh, related to memory and intellect. So the mercurial signs are like Virgo and Gemini. And if you know a Virgo and you know Gemini, you know that they are very big on communication. Um, Virgos are very big on processes. um, They're both very intellectual. And, um, you know, they're just the smarty pants of the Zodiac. So that is how you would see Mercury in yourself. Like the way you process information, new information, the way you learn in school, you know, your level of intellect, um, not so much like if you're smart or not, but what you place your, um, you know, your attention when it comes to obtaining new information. Um, and also how you express yourself in communication. So now we got all the personal placements that you want to be looking at um, to see, you know, a little sneak peek of who you are in your birth chart, Um, your sun, your moon, your rising, your Mars, your Venus, and your Mercury. So each of these planets in your chart will have um, zodiac signs attached to them. So your sun will be in, like, mine is in Pisces. Your moon will be in Gemini. Your rising could be in Aquarius, you know? So all of these placements have signs attached to them. And each sign falls into a modality and an element. So your sign, say if you're in Aquarius, your plant, your placement's modality would be fixed so Aquarius is a fixed sign and it's also an air sign so there are three types of modalities your sign could fall under there's cardinal so the cardinal signs are Aries Libra Cancer and Capricorn and those are born leaders, they're trendsetters, they're innovators, they make stuff happen, and they're always changing. They they initiate change, they enjoy change, they thrive from change. Um, you can also be mutable. So the mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, and Sagittarius, as well as Pisces. Um, they are very prone to change and adaptability. Um, they can be seen as inconsistent, but um, they're just adapting to their environment. They love to change. They love to reinvent themselves. Um, you know, always growing. 
And then we have our fixed signs, which are the dependable, brave, independent, hardworking, and they can be seen as stubborn, but that's our Scorpios, Taurus, Leos, the Aquarians. Those are our fixed signs. So, you know, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn, and you know, Saturn's very disciplined, very direct, very, um, this is how things are supposed to go. And that's how fixed signs are. There's an order to them. Um, you would think that Virgo's a fixed sign in the way that they act, but they're actually mutable. But the characteristics of a Virgo really remind me of fixed placements because it's very, um, Virgos are very organized. So we're not gonna, we're not gonna get confused here, but the fixed signs are very, um, you know, detail oriented and, um, you know. They can be a little stubborn, like I said, but they're still great. <laughs> now, um, among having a modality attached to each, each sign, there's also an element your sign could fall under. So it could be earth, fire, water, or air. Um, the air signs are very um, intellectual, very changing all the time, very um, communicative, sometimes eccentric uh the air signs are kind of heads in the clouds type of people but they're also very um intellectual the earth signs are grounded they might like material items they're very sensible um daddy energy the fire signs are driven um they have desire determination lots of energy and vitality and the water signs are also very fluid in the way that they're changing they're going with the flow um they're very emotional artistic um they have good intuition um all signs have good intuition by the way you just have to work on your intuition but um water is known for the intuitive um side of you and they're also you know good healers uh like I said about the intuition, everyone can heal, but water is just associated with emotion. So, okay, now we got the background info. You'll know what I'm saying when I talk about each sign. So we're going to go over each sign and fun fact, each sign also rules over a body part. So like Aries rules over the head. And um, a lot of Aries placements will get headaches regularly. And Pisces rules over the feet and ankles. And I have the weakest ankles. I roll my ankles all the time. And I'm a Pisces son. So I find that to be very interesting. You can definitely look up on what sign rules what body part. And, you know, if you have like back problems or if you have hip problems and you're a Sagittarius, it might give you a giggle or not because, you know, body problems are not funny. But <laughs> they it's a fun fact about astrology. Um, so the signs, I'm going to list them in order. Um, the first sign is Aries, um, signified by the ram. Um, according to the, the article I was reading, they base Aries upon like Aries season will start March 21st and end April 19th. But it changes every year. There's like a one or two day um, difference. So just because like your birthday might fall in um, Taurus season by one day, it doesn't mean this year you're a Taurus. It's based upon the year you were born. So it, it won't change every year. Um, but the, you know, the sun's placement will change every year, just not your personal placement. 
Um, so Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, also referred to as the baby of the zodiac. Um, but Aries, they're a fire sign. They're also a cardinal sign. So they're getting stuff done. They're spontaneous. They're ruled by Mars. They have this, I feel like Aries have this undying drive, this fire in them that just keeps them motivated. Um, and if you're an Aries rising and you have a first house in Aries, then your chart falls in a very desirable manner because Aries is traditionally ruled by the first house or the first house is traditionally ruled by Aries. Um, so an Aries um, property or <laughs> personality traits could be that you're assertive, you're action driven, you're energetic, you're outgoing, maybe impulsive, maybe too headstrong, <laughs> maybe impatient. Um, you desire physical activity, you're very youthful, you're independent, you take risks, you're a leader, you have strength and integrity, and you just get shit done. A lot of Aries placements I know are very, um, they're very quick-witted, they're very funny. Sometimes they can speak without thinking and they hurt people's feelings, but um, they're very joyous and youthful as well so it kind of makes up for it <laughs> but yeah Aries placements are great um the next one is Taurus um signified by the bull the the months would be April 20th to May 20th um Taurus is an earth sign which is also a uh, not not depending on it being an earth sign but Taurus is also a fixed sign um ruled by Venus um, the ruling house in astrology is the second house, um, and Taurus placements are usually consistent with luxury, security, comfort, pleasure of the senses, material items. They can be stubborn. They're willful, um, possibly can be possessive. They are loyal and devoted, and they do have mama energy. I think I just say that because my mom's a Taurus, but every time I meet a Taurus, I'm like, yeah, you give me mom vibes. <laughs> but following Taurus is Gemini, the twins. Um, from May 21st to June 21st, Gemini is an air sign, also a mutable sign ruled by Mercury. Um, most comfy in the third house and, and shows itself in duality, communication, language, transportation, intellect, um, being witty or curious. Um, Geminis are a jack of all trades. They're very imaginative. They are talkers. Um, I'm a Gemini moon, so you can tell. Um, they love to gossip. They're very well spoken. They can be flirty. They might have um, like racing minds that never stop going. Um, and they can also mask how they're feeling with humor or sarcasm. Um, I do that and it's it's not healthy. <laughs> but sometimes when an awkward situation arises, I'm just going to laugh. Um, your next sign would be cancer, the crab. Um, cancer season is, um, sometimes June 22nd to July 22nd. And, um, if you're a cancer, then you're a water sign. Um, you're also a cardinal sign. 
the ruling house for Cancer is the fourth house, and Cancer is ruled by the moon, the emotional planet. So that's probably why a lot of people say that Cancers are emotional. Um, they can also be sympathetic, moody, persuasive, sweet by nature, tenacious, creative. Um, a lot of Cancers I know are the class clown. They're very funny. Um, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> they always crack me up. Um, they're family oriented. They can be very sentimental and intuitive. Um, they may avoid conflict to a fault um, and lead with emotion. And they also, um, people might take them for granted because of how kind they are. Um, but don't fuck with a cancer. Like, they are very sweet, but they will bite your head off. I promise you. I mean, it is, cancer is the crab that pinched Hercules. So, you know, don't fuck with them. <laughs> the next sign is Leo. Um, Leo the lion. Um, their season falls from January, or January, July 23rd to August 22nd. They're a fire sign. They're fixed as well. Their traditional ruling is the fifth house and they're ruled by the sun. Um, so they're very loyal, passionate. They might be guarded, uh, prideful. Uh, very, they're very generous and lively. They're, they'll be the social butterfly of the group. I feel like because they're ruled by the sun, like they just illuminate everybody's lives and everyone um, loves that energy. They're just attracted to it. So everyone loves Leos. And if you don't love Leos, you probably like hate attention or something. But Leos are always the life of the party. Um, they can be superficial, but they're always confident. They're great leaders. They're very joyful and radiant. Um, you know, it's possible they're selfish, but you know, Leos, Leos are, Leos are great. <laughs> Love them. Um, next sign is Virgo. Um, represented by the maiden, um, the season would be August 23rd to September 22nd. Virgos are earth signs and they're immutable signs. Um, their ruling house is the sixth house and they're ruled by Mercury traditionally. And in the modern world, they're ruled by Chiron. Um, if you want to know more about Chiron, you can definitely look it up and um, you'll find more detail. But I don't want to get too detailed about the outer um, placements. So with Virgo, if you happen to have Virgo placements... You can be detail-oriented. Um, you might live in a state of organized chaos where it's like looks chaotic to everyone else, but it's very organized to you. <laughs> um, you can be very articulate, very matter-of-fact about situations, uh, analytical and logical rather than emotional. You're very intelligent and observant, and you're kind and communicative. Um, I find that Virgos are very caring, but um, they take a little bit for you to realize they care about you um, because they're observing you before they give your, give all of themselves to you. Um, but once they've figured out that you're okay, like you got them for life. Virgos are great. They also give mom energy. <laughs> um, the next one is Libra. So Libra is signified by balance or the scales. You might see the scales more regularly. Um, their season is September 23rd to October 23rd. Libra is an air sign. It's ruled by Venus, um, also a cardinal sign. Traditional ruling is the seventh house of your chart. Um, and Libras are 
effortlessly beautiful, their loving, their light and gentle energy is always um, welcome. They're calm, cool, and collected. Um, they can be self-centered, emotionally speaking, and so can Leo's. Yeah, I, I find that a lot with Leo's and Libra's. They, um, if they don't, if they're not aware of other people's boundaries, they just kind of step all over them <laughs> for their own emotional needs. But um, yeah, Libra's are also very social. Um, they desire balance in life, of course. Um, they love arts, everything Venetian, music, beauty, you know, they're radiant, they attract people easily because they're ruled by Venus, and they can be indecisive because they're an air sign, and they could possibly avoid conflict um, due to their need for balance. They don't want to shake up, um, shake up the scales, you know, but sometimes it's necessary. Um, and also their downfall could be self-pity. Um, next we have our Scorpios. So, the Scorpios are ruled by Scorpion. And I actually find this really funny because a lot of Scorpio placements will get a Scorpio tattooed on them without realizing they're Scorpio. Um, but <laughs> yes, yeah, Scorpio season is October 24th to November 21st. Um, Scorpios are a water sign. You would probably think they're a fire sign in the way that they act, but that's also probably because they're ruled by Mars, also um, Pluto. Um, Mars and Pluto are very, uh, I would, I find them scary, but <laughs> Scorpios are also scary. So Mars has that drive, determination, energy, and Pluto is the destruction, the change, the, you know, the revolution. So Scorpios having all that energy kind of makes them scary. <laughs> But yes, they're water signs, they're fixed signs, they traditionally rule the 8th house. Um, they are mysterious, emotional, because they're water signs. They're powerful, because of that Mars. They're passionate, they're brave, they're determined. They have a lot of emotional depth. Um, they read into others very easily. Um, they can be highly suspicious of others, though, because of this. Um, they can also have some problems with jealousy and manipulation. They can also be resistant to change and they can also have a lack of boundaries. So a lot of Scorpios I know are very, um, they're very passionate, but sometimes their passion overrides, overrides their empathy. So they'll say exactly what they're thinking and feeling in any situation, um, to get a point across and not really think about, um, you know, how it could affect somebody else. Um, very similar to Aries, probably because they're ruled by Mars. But <laughs> yeah, Scorpios are cool, but, you know, they, they can come off a little brash, <laughs> bold and brash <laughs> at first. Okay, the next sign is Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarius is represented by the centaur, or the archer, um, that season is November 22nd to no December 21st. Sagittarius is a fire sign, also a mutable sign. Um, the ruling house of Sagittarius is the ninth house. Um, Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, um, the planet of luck and expansion. Um, also, Sagittarians are the travelers of the zodiac. Um, they might be sharp-tongued. They might be very optimistic. It could be 
false optimism, but they're very optimistic people. Um, it could lead into unrealistic standards or unrealistic outlooks on life, but it could also help them. Um, they are the philosophers as well. Um, you might find that um, a lot of Sagittarians become like teachers or they like to learn a lot. They like to study a lot of literature, whether it's for their own enjoyment or for being a teacher. Um, they can be kind of impatient, um, that, that fire energy, you know, a very quick, they're very quick and they need everything around them to be very quick as well. Um, they might, they have a great sense of humor and they also have a, a desire for freedom. So next would be your Capricorns, uh, represented by the goat, uh, from December 22nd to January 19th, you have your Capricorn season. Capricorn is an earth sign, also a cardinal sign. Um, the ruling house of Capricorn is the 10th house and it's ruled by Saturn. Um, the Capricorns are the go-getters, the money makers, the career driven, money magnet, self-control, disciplined people. They are big dick energy of the Zodiac. They are great with discipline. They're, um, possibly condescending. They might be a know-it-all. They might be a little pessimistic, but they can create opportunities out of any situation and they're a natural born leader. Capricorns are awesome. They're, I aspire to be a Capricorn. Obviously I never will be, but I love, I love that Capricorn energy. Um, next is Aquarius. Um, Aquarius is the water bear of the Zodiac. And um, if you are into tarot a lot, or if you've seen some tarot cards, you'll see the star card. Um, that card is ruled by Aquarius, and you can see the water bearer on that card, which is very cool. Not all the tarot cards are very obvious about what sign rules it, but that one's like in your face. So Aquarius season is from January 20th to February 18th, and Aquarius is an air sign. Aquarius is also a fixed sign, and the ruling house would be the 11th house, um, and the ruling planets would be Uranus and Saturn. Um, Uranus is a planet of, like, chaos, kind of, like, unpredictability, and Saturn is the um, planet of discipline, so that combination is kind of funny to me, but I'm an Aquarius rising, and I also have an Aquarius stellium, so I completely relate to the contradiction in my life. <laughs> also... Aquarians are very progressive. They're the humanitarian of the Zodiac. They can be hyper-independent. Um, they have, um, you know, an attraction or a talent with technology. They might lead a rebellion. They always want to reject the status quo. The, they are easily, they easily influence the masses to change. Um, they start trends that will influence others. Um, they might have like an unusual look. Um, they also desire freedom and they're also very eccentric. That's the trendsetter um, in them. Um, they can be kind of cold and standoffish or aloof and they can be a little condescending. Um, they can also be a little detached emotionally, but they're intellectual and they're very disciplined. And the last sign... <laughs> My favorite is the Pisces, the oldest of the Zodiac. They say that Pisces is a combination of all of the signs together. Um, as we're the ancient 
sign, we we come with a little wisdom. Now, not all Pisces have that wisdom. You have to work on yourself to achieve the the pinnacle of your sign. But Pisces season um, is February 19th to March 20th. Pisces are water signs. They are immutable signs. They rule the 12th house. And they are also ruled by Neptune and Jupiter. Neptune is the planet of illusion. Um, that's probably why Pisces are very elusive to people. Some people just love the the weird, confusing, ethereal energy of a Pisces. <laughs> um, and then they get trapped in it and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but yes, Pisces are very compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle. They can be wise and thoughtful very empathetic um that doesn't mean if you're a pisces you're an empath um but you know pisces can be very empathetic towards others naturally um they feel feelings so deeply that they can understand when someone else is feeling something and they take it on to to help um get a better understanding um but you know everyone has empath empathic abilities you know we all if you if you don't have any type of empathy for other people uh i'd be afraid of you but <laughs> pisces can trust others to a fault um sometimes they they daydream uh they can be kind of unrealistic they kind of have that sense of optimism that a sagittarius might have uh with like kind of no logic just vibes but <laughs> they can also um struggle with self-victimization self-doubt and self-destruction um it's very common that Pisces will kind of hit the self-destruct button when things are going south and it's it's really hard to pull them out of it. But um, if you're aware that it might happen, it's easier to pull yourself out of it. So we know all about the signs now. Um, I, I hope you uh, relate a little bit to what you're what you heard about your sign but this is of course just like an overview of each sign there's a lot more nuance to each zodiac sign and they're also expressed differently according to which planet falls under which sign so i have multiple planets in the sign of aquarius so i put off a lot of aquarius energy and i'm an aquarius rising so a lot of people see me more as the aquarian side of me than the pisces side of me and you could probably relate to that. Like when you read horoscopes for your sign, you're like, that doesn't really sound like me. I would look at if you have any um, stelliums, which is when three or more planets are in the same sign within the same, um, I believe within the same house. So they, I think they have to be conjunct, but it just means that you have like multiple planets in the same sign in the same house. Um, so if you do, that would probably pull more energy and more influence in your chart. So in your natal chart, I would say it's your personal survival guide. Now, it doesn't make you who you are because there's this nature versus nurture type of situation. And also, it it, it doesn't tell you... Well, in Vedic astrology, they say they can predict um, like what's going to happen in your life. But it doesn't encompass all of that happens in your life that makes you who you are in tropical astrology. It's kind of like an addition and it helps you navigate how you express yourself naturally 
and maybe where you can work on yourself um, to reach your full potential. So if you don't believe in this stuff, I completely understand. But if you do, it is very interesting because the more you dig and the more you learn about astrology, the more you realize like, oh, this shit is real. Um, it's not an excuse for your your mistakes, okay? Like, yes, we all make mistakes, but we're not going to blame it on our sun sign. We're not going to blame it on the transits going on. <laughs> we're going to own up for who we are and take accountability and move on. Um, you know, if you're looking at your chart right now, you just heard everything that I said. I would start, if you want to learn more about astrology, I would start by... I think AstroSeek has a very detailed description of the like the big placements and aspects in your chart. But I would start by looking at the planets and I would pick one like Mercury and look at what house it's in and look at what sign it's in and then Google that. So my I don't remember where my Mercury falls, but let's say it's Mercury and Gemini in the third house. That's what I would look up. Mercury, Gemini, Mercury, third house astrology. And then you can read on that. And you can do that with all the placements. And then you also have like your Black Moon Lilith, which is your shadow self. You have your Descendant, which is also a part of um, kind of the opposite of your rise. It's literally the opposite of your rising in your chart. So it could show like the opposite energy that would help you catapult yourself forward by embracing your, your hidden side. Um, there's also the Chiron, which would be like your part of fortune, your, your life's purpose, um, your overall life lesson, and then your North and South nodes, which are, um, your, your current life and your past life. Um, there's a lot of things to research in astrology and I will make more episodes about it, but I hope this helps, um, you get started, um, yeah, if you have any questions, you can always DM me or if you have any specific uh, episodes you want to hear, like um, just an episodes on the houses or just an episodes on the just an episode on the sun signs or the Mars signs. Um, I could talk for years about this. So, yeah, just let me know how you like it. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and shout out to all my Pisces. Love you guys. <laughs> I will see you guys next week. Love you. Bye.